Good morning, good morning, and welcome back to Dom's Waves of Words. I just want to give a quick shout out to all of my listeners and all of my fans. I appreciate you guys more than words would ever be able to describe. Um, you know, this is a growing platform, and, you know, for you guys that have, with, have been with me from the beginning, it is very much so appreciated. I, I appreciate all your feedback and all of the love, and I will continue to attempt to get better. I have just recently purchased a MacBook, so hopefully I can edit some things and make things sound crystal clear for you guys. But thank you so much for supporting me in my endeavors, and I hope to continue to put out good content that you guys will enjoy. With that being said, um, this week has been an interesting week. Um, it's brought some things up to me that, you know, I've thought that I was over some things that I thought that were different. Um, but it kind of confirmed some of my suspicions. It kind of confirms some of my truths. And, you know, it, the concept of family is a very, very interesting thing. And this week I look to dive into that and hopefully you guys like the piece. So here we go. I can't sleep. I can't think. I don't want to smoke. I don't want to drink. The harder I try to stand, the further down I sink. Funny how things change. Things once so sweet now stink. They say blood makes you family. Never said it makes you close. Because it's always the ones that you love that hurt you the most. The ones you love, you think you can trust. Blood is the only connection between us. The Lord is my shepherd. I'm told not to fear. But how do I recognize the difference between my enemies or my family? Neither of their intentions are clear. I don't get a text or a call on my birthday. I don't get an invite to soul food dinners on Sunday. The safest place to be is away. I'd rather die alone than be part of this family. So, you know, quick background about me. For those of you that don't know, you know, I'm the oldest of my mother's two childs. I fall in the middle on my dad's side. So, you know, I've kind of lived the whole I can go inconspicuous, but then I'm also like the leader or, you know, the person that my younger siblings follow after, especially on my mom's side. So my concept of family was always, you know, what I learned from my mom. My mom was, you know, the ultimate glue when it came to family. Um, first was my grandma. My grandma was, you know, the definite glue. And, you know, everybody ran things through her, whether it was good, bad, and in between. But she was the glue. And unfortunately, you know, when she passed, she kind of passed that mantle to my mom. So once my mom passed, that whole glue kind of losses adhesion. Um on my mom's side, you know, unfortunately, a lot of my aunts and uncles are, have, have since transitioned into, you know, the wrestling in power. And, you know, we as a family aren't as close as we should be. Um, literally, the only time we see each other is at funerals. And I'm quite sure a lot of people have this same, you know, moniker when it comes to their family. But uh, the unfortunate part is that we only see each other during funerals. And hell, half the time. You get the funeral invitation late because people don't even know where, you know, where to contact you. So, you know, I I have a very warped sense of family. I have the idea of what I would love a family to be. Um, but in terms of actually having that, I, I don't feel like that I do. Um, you know, unfortunately, on my dad's side, 
not as close to them because you know we've been estranged i'm again i'm not a atypical story of you know father not really being there well my pop did that at like five um it is what it is um did that at five didn't really see him again until i was in my teenage years and then you know kind of fall into the same pattern we really don't talk that much i mean honestly it's kind of a little bit of i mean what's the point of talking now kind of situation but you know not really close to them either so you know my mom did get married um and then you know unfortunately he has since transitioned as well and you know his family became a pseudo family for me but at the same time it really wasn't because i mean it wasn't my family you know what i'm saying like I felt like they tried to make me a part of it, but like at the same time, it's like once that glue was gone, once he was gone, and once my mom passed, it that that relationship was forever different. It was forever changed. So, you know, when I think about family, you know, it's like all right, I can depend on you to be there. Um, I can I, I can call you, and if I need something, you got it. Or even if it's just you know, hey, how you been? I don't even get those. Um, you know, from basically any part of my family um my mom's side half of them don't know where i am the last time i've talked to any of them was years ago at my cousin's wedding um and you know my dad's side we've kind of sort of start coming around to a place where we're getting better but at the same time a lot of time has passed so it's like hey how's it going you're grown now last time i talked to you you were like 10 i'm like yeah i'm damn near 30 now so that 10 year old is not the same person that i am now so it's like kind of navigate through that and then you know with my you know my stepdad's family it was just like yeah you know not really we never really were close especially when i went off to college and then ever since then it's like oh well you know whatever it is what it is so you know, when it comes to family, I've always been, I've always felt like that was the one area that I lacked. So, prime example, unfortunately, you know, my mom passed when I was a junior in college. So, she didn't get a chance to see me graduate. So, you know, graduation comes, I didn't bust my ass, two 18 credits semesters. For those of you that have been to college, you understand 18 credits is not easy. So that's essentially six classes. But, you know, I, I had to do what I had to do so I can get my degree. Um, and I never forget it was 2015 and I looked at my friends and you know, they, they always say don't compare. So I really wasn't, but it, it was hard to not notice either. So, um, graduation comes my sister, my stepdad, my little brother and my best friend. They all drive up to come and support me at my graduation cool not a problem um unfortunately um my graduation also fell on my stepfather's birthday so he also had plans with his you know special friend and it was like all right i'm like i'm gonna come see you in the morning but you know that that's pretty much it um so i never forget <laughs> my uh undergrad graduation you know he comes up i get twenty dollars handshake pat on the back proud of you son and that was it and again not sitting here saying that, that was terrible but it was on, you know on some type of time where you know everybody else's family is going out to dinner um they're celebrating this momentous occasion and i, I pretty much felt like i got a hit and run so you know it was like ah, you know whatever so 
for me, I spent my <laughs> undergrad graduation arguing with my ex-girlfriend at the time and eating a <laughs> cheesesteak from Philly Steaks. Shout out to Philly Steaks in Stroudsburg. Um, and, you know, sitting in the crib. And then my best friend at the time, she tried to take me out to the bar. But because I was arguing with my girlfriend, I, at the time, I, I, I just didn't have a good time. So, you know, it is what it is. But, um, so I, you know, I kind of felt slighted then. Um, you know, birthdays have come and gone. You might get a Facebook post. You might get a text. I rarely get any. Now, granted, you know, some family members are more, you know, conducive to at least send you a damn message on Facebook to say, hey, happy birthday, but whatever. Um, so you got that. Um, and then um, another situation where I realized that I had a lack of family was, you know, again, another graduation. I graduated from my master's program. And the only people that came to celebrate that were my friends. So, you know, I, I go into all of that to say that, you know, <laughs> it's interesting when the conversation about family comes up for me. Um, and this is just, you know, realizing your own personal traumas, your own, you know, fears and insecurities about life. Um, for me, friendships are everything to me. Um, and I'm going to be honest, at times I'm a very bad friend and it's not intentional. Uh, I never forget. I had a, I had a really close friend and she was just like, yo, you know, I don't like the fact that we don't talk at least once a week. And I was just like, well, what do you mean? Like, cause I'm used to my relationships being, or my, you know, my friendships being, you know, if I don't talk to you, that means things are okay. You know, um, if we don't, if I don't send you an SOS message, then things are okay. That's how me and my best friend are. Like my, my best friend, Josh blood literally couldn't make us any closer. Like we're the brothers that don't have to be related by blood. Um, I know for a fact that if I'm ever in a pinch, that if I ever need, you know, somebody to talk to, if I need somebody to help me bury a body, like if I ever needed anything, if there was one person that I know that I can trust in this world, it would be Josh. And, you know, shout out to Josh. We've been friends since ninth grade. You know what I'm saying? Um, we didn't been do some shit. That's my homie. That, that's my brother for life. You see what I'm saying? But, you know, when I, when I think about it, it's like the friendships that I begin to create, I create them in such a way that it's like, okay, now I have the family that I've always been seeking. You know, I, now I have my go-to people that if shit breaks down, I know where I can go. Um, and I feel like it kind of ruins some of my friendships or it, it, it makes me reevaluate things quicker now. Now, what do I mean by that? So for me, it takes a while for me to become a friend with someone. And what I mean by that is when, when I become a friend or when me and that person become friends, you are now family to me. So if you do something that would hurt me, you understand what I'm saying? Like, if the relationship changes, it just fucks everything up. Like, OD. 
it's like, all right, well, damn, like, you know, I thought that you was part of the, that you was part of the fam. Like, and I mean, and it's also interesting because, especially with some of my friendships, they kind of progress to something that it shouldn't. Um, and it's like, I mean, I just keep it a buck, man. Like, I've had a lot of, you know, I have a lot of female friends. For whatever fucking reason, girls like talking to me. Whatever. Like, it's fine. That's not an issue. But sometimes those friendships turn in such a way that it becomes romantic. And it's like, fuck. I don't want that. I, I don't like that because it's like, I feel like I'm going to lose you at the end. Because if this shit don't work out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then now I lost my friend. Now I lost part of my family. And I mean, that, that's happened to me more times than I can count. And it's like, damn, like, damn. <laughs> you know, you would think that dating your best friend or, you know, talking to your friend would work out well. But I understand why a lot of people don't. Because it's like, yo, if we cross that line and go from just friends to something more, then if this shit don't work out, we always say, you know, idealistically, all right, well, um, you know, we can still be friends if this shit don't work out. No, more time than not, you probably won't. <laughs> and if you do, the relationship will never be the same, ever. And, you know, in terms of a, of a dude that don't really have much in terms of family, like, that's not a risk that I'm willing to take more times than not. Because, like, yo, like, again, once I let you in, like, I, I, I don't want to lose you, but more time than not if that shit progresses something else you do and, and it's a shame um but you know in terms of also how i build relationships like i've lost a lot um in this life and just you know just thinking about some of the things that i've gone through in my life i've lost a lot um and i feel like i don't let many people in because i'm afraid that at some point in time they're going to leave me too and I don't know if any other people feel like that, but I know for a fact that I, I, I think about it a lot. Where it's like, you know, you hold on to something so tight because you don't want to lose it. And it's like, no matter how, where I turn, I, I always lose something. And I know it's fucked up to say, but like, my mom passed, felt like she left me too, you know. Um, I felt like, you know, the one constant the one consistent thing that i had no matter what was my mom so when when you know she was called home i was mad <laughs> i was super angry i mean that's, that's a whole other episode about the pain and the anger that i felt after that but like that was my best friend like and when she dipped it was like damn i have to reevaluate everything um and then, you know, I've had exes that have become, like, what I thought was family. I thought we were going to last forever, and that shit didn't work out. So, it's like, damn, you left me, too. Um, I've had friends that liked me, but I was like, no, nah, I'm not trying to take that chance. They've left. And it's just like, dog, I already don't have much. But, like, it seems like sometimes the little bit of shit that I do have, that shit dips, too. So, it's like, what the fuck do I do? You know? Um... But yeah, man, this thing called family is an interesting thing. Now, the one thing that I can say that I am glad that I did in terms of, you know, having a support system and having a family would be, you know, joining my fraternity. 
And not even so much the whole fraternity in general. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's definitely some good bros out there, you know. So, I, I, I definitely want to be, you know, respectful of that. But my cha- it's my chapter for me, for the most part. Um, because no matter what come, no matter what go, no matter what people have to say about you, like, I always know that I'm safe there at the very least. Um, now, granted, there are times that, you know, oh, and just in case you didn't know, the greatest fraternity on, on the planet is Five Minutes Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. But, you know, just let it out there. But even sometimes, like, when I'm around them, it's like, I don't feel a part of, but I feel like they try to make me feel like I'm a part of, which is all that matters. Because um, sometimes it's just really being your head. Like, you know, I always ask the question, you know, ha- have you ever felt like you were alone in a room full of friends? And I feel like that a lot. And, you know, I'm always thinking. I'm always in my head. I'm always like, okay, well, you know, how do I continue to do what I do and minimize pain? Because, again, that's what that's been the constant in my life. A lot of people be like, oh, you know, there are certain things that are um, (laughs) constants in life. Death and taxes. But for me, it seemed like death, taxes and heartbreak at some point (laughs) is my three constants in life. so, you know, I, I love my chapter to death because, you know, people ask me, well, why did you, you know, decide to join a fraternity? And, why you know, why did you decide to do this, that, and the third? And I'm like, on some shit, man. Like, I really, I really just needed a, a sense of family. Like, I just didn't have it. Like. I had my little brother, but unfortunately, at that point in time, you know, I couldn't, uh, I didn't have proper transportation to go back and forth to get him and hang out with him the way that I should have. Um, So, like, for me, you know, having my fraternity bros on top of my best friend was the, you know, the key for me. Because, like I said, I, I don't have that nuclear family. So, for me... I look at it and it's like, you know, in forward thinking, I get sad sometimes because it's like, well, damn, like, <laughs> you know, when I'm in a relationship, um, if the relationship, you know, succeeds, who's going to come to my wedding? You know, um, <laughs> when I have kids, like, who's going to be their godparents? <laughs> You know, when I reach certain milestones, who's going to be there? I don't I don't have answers to those questions. I really don't. And it, it fucks me up all the time because it's like, you know, damn, you really don't think about it until you have to think about it. You know, um, and it's like, you know, not not saying that my life is super hard or that, you know, life is unfair. Life is what you make it. But. For me, it's just like, you know, that that loneliness, that that desire to have a nuclear family is so strong for me. Um, Everybody be like, oh, well, you know, what are your goals and dreams in life? And it's like, honestly, my the biggest achievement that I want is to be a good father and provide that to someone because I know what it feels like to not have it um I, I want to be there for all of my 
children's accomplishments, graduations, birthdays, and, you know, all their failures to help pick them up. Like, that's literally what I want out of life. Um, and it's funny, I was just talking to a couple, my best friend, when I went back home to Philly, and, you know, I, I asked him, I said, bro, what do you want out of life? And, you know, he, he said, well, if I told you I don't know, would that be an acceptable answer? And I'm like, it would be. But it made me think about what I want out of life. And I'm like, I want to travel. I want to be a great father. And I want to, you know, foster a feeling of security because you have people that support you. And, you know, those are really my... <laughs> My, my my dreams and my goals and you know also to be to maintain financial stability as well because you know unfortunately nothing in this life comes free so you know you got to be able to pay for it but you know in terms of family man i have been through some shit in my life where it's like the people that you thought were family really were no better than your enemies I, i've been through some shit where you know it's been your family members that have hurt you it's been the people that you thought that no matter what come no matter what go they would be there to support you and they weren't and you know i i've been i've had the feeling of feeling like i was abandoned you know after my mom died not many people reached out not from my family anyway my friends did dom you okay yo dom i I know you going through it bro like you good Yo, you trying to go out? Like, you trying to get your mind off things? I mean, I, I never forget at my mom's funeral, my friends from high school found out about it. And they showed up, pulled up, and, you know, it, it was at a point where I was at my mom's casket, like, saying goodbye, and I just broke down. Like, broke down, and I turned around, and they're all behind me. And I'm like, yo, like, that to me is the definition of family. You know what I'm saying? But I don't even get that from the people that share the same fucking blood as me. And that's the crazy part. Like, I, I got family members that like beating up kids. You know what I'm saying? I got, you know, family members that, you know, say one thing but do something totally different. That, that's, that's the type of shit that I got. You know what I'm saying? I got, you know, people that put their own self-interest above the interest of, you know, somebody else. And I'm just like, yo, that's, that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But then they want to lean on the, oh, but we family, we family. What the fuck does that even mean, bro? Like, do you know what that means? So, you know, I say all that to say, you know, hold on to the family that you got. And, you know, remember that family isn't always biological. So the people that you know is in your corner, that's your family, man. And definitely make sure that you give them their roses while they still here because you don't want it to be, you know, where unfortunately your friends or whoever your support system was get called home and you like, damn, I wish I told them how much they meant. So to all my friends that are listening, I just got one thing to say. Thank you. Thank you so much for proving and showing that you are family i love you guys tremendously my love for you guys is endless and if there's anything that i can do to ensure that you know that i will Um, i know we may not talk as much as we often should i know that you know 
life is pulling us in different ways the coronavirus is not making things easier when it comes to like hanging out and stuff but just know you guys that i truly truly appreciate all of you and that i love you and with that i'll draw this episode to a close i hope you guys enjoy it we will be back in a couple weeks with another piece and we hope that you guys enjoy that too we will definitely be recording another episode of real rap no cap and we hope that you guys enjoy that conversation as well be blessed